0: Father, you're worthy. We thank you tonight. We we just thank you for your grace and your mercy. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this meeting, to this service. You deserve all the honor, the praise, the glory, and we lift you up tonight. Father, I ask that these lips of clay that you would you would mold them and shape them and make them to say only the things that you would want to be said that you would receive all the glory and the honor and the praise that your name is due in jesus mighty name amen All right, well, good evening, everybody. Um, We're going to jump right into the Word tonight. Um, Thank you so much for uh, jumping on here. I'm going to uh, start by sharing my screen, and um, we'll get into the Word here. Uh, We are dealing in um, a lot of scriptures tonight as it relates to... um, salvation. And if I were to entitle this message, anything, it would be salvation by faith. So starting in Genesis 15, one through six, it says, after these things, the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not fear Abram. I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, Lord, God, what will you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram also said, since you have given me no son, one who has been born in my house is my heir. Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this man will not be your heir but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. And he, God being God, took him outside and said, Now look toward the heavens and count the stars. If you are able to count them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Then he believed in the Lord and he credited He being God, he credited unto him being Abram as righteousness. Amen. And so um, I wanted to start with that word tonight because it is so critical to what we're talking about tonight. And that is salvation by faith. For the first time in the Bible, Genesis 15 and 6, it clearly states how we are saved. We are saved by believing God, by trusting God, and by putting our faith in God. But to put this scripture we are reading tonight in a little bit more context and backing up one chapter in the Genesis 14, Abraham had just attacked a, a marauding um, army and, and rescued his nephew Lot. And in the aftermath of this great battle, uh, Abram is, he's fearful and he's, he's, he's asking God, are they going to counterattack? How are the armies going to respond against us? And so in Genesis 15, God comes to to Abraham, Abram at that time, and assures him that he's going to protect him. And not only protect him, but he gives him a promise to make Abraham a great nation by giving him a seed and an heir. And so Abraham hears God's promise, but man, this was not just any promise. God promised Abraham a son In his mid 70s, and it wasn't until he was close to um, mid 90s to 100 that that promise came into fruition almost 30 years later. Yet Abraham believed his promise anyway. Abraham believes that God is faithful and just and that God can be trusted. And in response. God declares Abraham righteous or in right standing with God. And so chapter 15, verse six, what we just read says, and he being Abraham believed the Lord and he being God counted it to Abraham as righteousness. That's exactly the way you and I are saved. We believe God, we trust God's promise, we place our faith in God's son, and as God tells us to do it, God then credits that faith and that belief system in his son to us as righteousness. Amen. So some say, well, what is this salvation by faith thing anyway? It's a, pretty, it's a pretty radical thing to say, yet it's so humbling. Uh, we are so used to religion, right? Um, we're so used to religion because Titus 3, um, 4 through 6 says, but when the kindness of our God, our Savior, and his love for mankind appeared, He saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we did in righteousness, but in accordance with his mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And so this salvation by faith thing, it, It's really hard to to fathom, but the Bible is clear and it's emphatic. God saves us. We don't save ourselves. We don't earn our salvation. God saves us by his grace and his mercy, not because of our good works. Yet, though the Bible is clear and emphatic about this, our human nature is to not believe this good news of grace and yet we revert back to the religiosity of works. So you might ask the question, Brandon, what's the difference between religion and being born again within the kingdom of God? Well, that's a good question, so I'll tell you. Religion focuses on rule keeping The kingdom of God focuses on the cross of Christ with religion. We serve God out of fear and insecurity, but with the kingdom of God, we serve God out of a grateful heart and a grateful love with religion. Our identity is based on how we measure up with the kingdom of God. Our identity is based on Christ's love and grace. With religion, we feel pride when we measure up, when we do the right things, when we go, uh, you know, feed the poor, visit the sick. There's a sense of, of proudness going on in that. And guilt when we fail. But with the kingdom of God, we feel neither pride because God does it all nor do we feel guilt because we're completely forgiven. So what do you have men religion? Or are you born again in the kingdom of God? So yes, we we must admit that we cannot save ourselves or earn salvation. No, we cannot trust ourselves to be good enough or religious enough. Our only hope is to abandon self trust and trusting our own works and deeds and placing our trust in a Savior and not just any Savior. Faith is the same as trust or a belief system. Faith Is the humble trust by which we receive the grace of God. Faith is the empty hand of a beggar receiving a gift. It is not doing something, but receiving something. This is God's way. It's the only way. Salvation is given by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And if you have never done it, call out to Jesus even now to save you. He will hear that prayer. So Moses tells us um, this story of Abraham in Genesis. We started out in Genesis 15 and we read verses one through six. And then Paul gives us another lens to see Abraham's covenant on salvation through faith in Romans four. Let's Let's check it out and see what it says here. Romans 4 says, What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather... Let me me make sure my screen is still sharing here. Yes. It says, Our forefather, according to flesh, has found. For if Abraham was justified by works... He has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, the wages are not credited as favor, but as what is due. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account. Is this blessing then on the circumcised or the uncircumcised also? For we say, faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it credited? While he was circumcised or uncircumcised is the question. Not while circumcised was faith credited to Abraham, but while he was uncircumcised and he received the sign of circumcision, a seal, of the righteousness of the faith which he had while uncircumcised so that he might be the father of all who believe without being circumcised that righteousness might be credited to them and the father of circumcision to those who not only are of the circumcision but who also follow in the steps of the faith of our father Abraham, which he had while uncircumcised. For the promise to Abraham or to his descendants that he would be heir of the world was not through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, then faith is made void and the promise is nullified. For the law brings about wrath, but where there is no law, there is also no violation. For this reason, it is by faith, in order that it may be in accordance with grace, so that the promise will be guaranteed to all the descendants, not only to those who are of the law, But also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed. That is God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that do not exist in hope. Against hope he believed so that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken. So shall your descendants be without becoming weak in faith. He contemplated his own body now as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old. In the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith giving glory to God and being fully assured that what God had promised he was all he was able also to perform. Therefore it was also credited to him as righteousness. Now not for his sake only was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also to whom it will be credited. To us who believe in him who was raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He who was delivered over because of our wrongdoings and was raised because of our justification. May God bless that reading. And that's Romans 4, 1 through 25 that we just read. And so I go and I read through that text and it's really so powerful as it relates to now Paul who writes in the New Testament about the account in the the covenant really of salvation through faith in Romans and how Moses writes about Abraham's covenant about salvation through faith in Genesis 15 and if salvation can be counted unto us through faith in Jesus Christ why do so many reject this concept man um a good friend and I we we went to lunch uh, last week and Um, we spent about two hours. I looked up and it didn't even seem like that many hours had gone by, but we were talking and somehow we got on the subject of salvation and, um, I didn't go to minister to him. I didn't go to preach. I I just went to be a friend and to be an ear. Um, I wear a pastor hat, I wear a father hat, I wear a coach hat, um, and I wear a friend hat. And you learn how to put certain hats on. And so we're sitting down and I got, I have my friend hat on here. And, um, he says to me, nowadays, um, People are believing that there are other ways to heaven other than Christ. He said some people don't even believe in Jesus anymore. They believe that if they believe in God, then everything's good. And so uh, we went on to have the discussion and I listened and I didn't. Um, say anything until the very end and I'll tell you what I said to him but this rejection concept is so fascinating because the word of God says to us in John 1 11 through 12 that he came to his own who came? Jesus And his own people did not accept him. But John goes on to write, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children to those who believe in his name. A simple concept, but somehow we miss it and we reject him. And rejection is so hard, man. I ask often, what are are our biggest fears as men? Rejection is a common thread. It's a common theme most men will say. Sometimes it hurts so badly that we don't even know if we would survive it. The rejection, that is. Yeah. The fact that, the fact is we spend a lot of energy avoiding the pain of rejection. And so how do we do this? We don't let people get too close. We don't take certain risks. We play it safe. We don't trust others on the pain of rejection. It it can hurt so badly. Think with me, no, no. Feel with me a few examples, big and small. A friend betraying you by telling someone the secret that you confided in them about. Your spouse leaving you for someone else. It feels like your heart is ripped right out of your body. Rejection. The human heart can barely survive it. Sometimes it doesn't survive. And I'm talking about rejection because Jesus knows all about it. He understands. Jesus was rejected by millions, by his own people, the very people he created, the very people he loved, the, the very people he died for. John tells us he came to his own and his own people did not receive him. So Jesus understands our rejection, but he will never reject us no matter how many times we reject him. He will always welcome us and embrace us with open arms. In fact, he will pour so much love and acceptance into our hearts that we can risk rejection again because we have found acceptance in the one who matters the most. But this is the text tonight. Romans 10 and 9. My hope is you can see it. Because this is what I said to my friend. There was a lot of confusion about. What salvation by faith is all about. And and Paul writes in Romans 10. Verses 9 through 13. That if you confess with your mouth. Jesus as Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, not through works, not through deeds, but with the mouth he confesses, which is a result In salvation, that's the word of God, for the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, Jesus is our Lord. And it's that simple. It's that simple. Listen, Christians will want you to live a certain way. In fact, most followers of Christ call on other Christians to live a life more perfect than they do themselves. But listen, it's true. God calls us to lead holy lives. But Paul reminds us that we will all fall short. But I'll tell you this, when you are born again, which is the entire reason for the kingdom of God, you're made new. At first, you'll feed off of the milk, just like a baby does. But. As you grow in God, you'll begin to wean yourself off of the bottle and the milk and begin to eat food as you grow in Christ. Just as a child matures from a baby to a toddler to eventually a teen and then an adult, the most important thing you want to see in your walk with Christ is progress year over year. You don't want to look back 10 or 20 years from now and still be on the bottle of milk or the breast. But God's grace is sufficient for each of us, for whatever we're dealing with right now. And it is only by his grace that we come into this truth tonight and receive the greatest gift in the world his salvation and eternal life. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, your word says in John 14 and 6 that you are the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father, except through you. Jesus, you're our Savior. You're our Redeemer. You died for us. We didn't even have to ask you. But you knew that you would have to pay the price for us to be in right standing with you. Help us come into this truth tonight that it's not by works or deeds that we come into salvation, but through belief that if we believe that your word is good enough For us, we can be saved by it. What a simple truth. Thank you for your word tonight. Let us meditate on it day and night. Let us receive your free gift of salvation. With arms lifted and our hearts bow before you. Let us say yes to your free gift without fear or fervor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this gift of salvation. Let every ear that hears this word Convert and say yes in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Well, good evening, Kevin, and um, thank you so much for jumping on tonight. I pray that. um, Let me see if I can stop sharing my screen here. Uh, I pray that uh, there was something said or done tonight that encouraged you in in the word and um, just wanted to give that brief word tonight and kind of open it up here for any uh, prayer requests, praise reports or testimonies from the past week or two. And um, we'll get get everybody back to their evenings here.
1: Well, always great work, always great sin. So, yeah, just a uh, great reminder about um, you know, Jesus is the one that's the way to the heaven, the way to Father, way to our salvation.
0: Amen. 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 You know, and it's it's a hard concept, Kevin. It really is because human nature is like, hey, we gotta be doing something, right? We right. gotta be, we gotta be a, a pastor of a church. We gotta be, you know, out doing certain things that make us feel good. Um, you know to make us feel like we're saved. But here Jesus is telling us all you got to do is believe. <laughs> you know. And through your belief, you're naturally going to start wanting to do those things. You're not going to try to do those things to feel saved.
1: Right. right. You're going to
0: uh-huh. you're going to do those things because you're saved. Um it'll be a natural organic So, um, thank you so much again for receiving the word. Um, if, um, you have friends like mine who are in between, you know, um, understanding the deity of Christ and that he is the only way, uh, my prayers that this message is shared with all of the lost, um, so they might be able to be found. Um, and so we'll get this message out Sunday and, um, it'll be shareable to all who, um, who we want to hear this word. Yeah. And so, um, and yeah, go I'll, ahead. Kevin.
1: I would say, I'll be honest too with you is that I had that same belief, mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger and it wasn't until I got older when I got, as I got older, then I got more into the word of God. Mm-hmm. in Jesus, in the Bible, mm-hmm. and then I was able to understand it. But when I was younger, I didn't have that concept. I didn't have that understanding. I didn't have that knowledge.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because I wasn't in the Word. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it is a concept that, like you mentioned, I grew up, yeah, I got to do something. I got to earn it. I got to, in order to receive it, I have to have something to show for it right not just something that i can just be given to me i don't understand that
0: absolutely because that's not how the world works right kevin is that right (laughs) i mean when we go to work we expect okay we're working they're gonna pay us right we don't Uh expect that we just get to get paid and not do anything right (laughs) so our our motive, our tendency is to always feel like in order to receive something, we have to be doing something.
1: Right. You know. Well, I mean, it's taught me as a a child. mm -hmm. I want to get the cookie. I got to be a good person. I (laughs) got to be be kind to my friends.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. From from birth. It, It starts from birth. And now to hear this, this word of truth that says, all you have to do is believe all you have to do is believe yeah and, and it's counted to you as righteous yeah yeah not yeah that's tough, not, not tough exactly. it's a tough pill to swallow and so my prayer is that the Holy Spirit helps us in that because it's still something, even as Christians, I'd admit to you, Kevin, I'm okay with being vulnerable, that even as Christians, sometimes we get caught in that trap, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, not feeling worthy of his salvation and and feeling like we have to do something. And so, Anyway, I don't want to belabor the point, but I just think it's a great discussion and our testimony will help other people. It will help other men and women who hear it. So I just thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that also, Kevin.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, that same verse is actually tattooed on my son's arm too. Oh, yeah.
0: Which one? Alan or? Yeah, Alan. Yeah. Okay. Which one? John? 14 and six. Yep. Awesome.
1: He has a septic septic cross on his arm, his forearm, Mm -hmm. and then he has a tattoo on his bicep and inside of his bicep.
0: Nice. By the way, uh, congratulations to him. I I saw the touchdown catch he had yesterday. I know you guys were excited about that. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty awesome, man. And, um, you know, I said I had a big announcement tonight. Um, Lester and I, we were talking, and um, and if if the plan's not the same anymore, definitely let me know. But he had mentioned that you might be coming down for the November seventh game. Yes, I am. Okay, and so what I was, what we're gonna plan to do, and I don't know if you'll be able to do this or not, but. Thank you.